0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
1: Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Luka Doncic reminds me is a LeBron James, minus the athleticism.
2: Oh, man, Perkstradamus, he will get a chance to gloat here shortly because next we're going to dive into the wild double overtime finish between LeBron and Luka and Logo Lillard. He dropped 50 against the Cavs, but it, it wasn't quite enough. What does Portland need to do to get over the hump here? Plus, Boston and Brooklyn, they battled last night. Do the Nets title chances? Do they hinge on Ben Simmons? And an update on the health of Jalen Brown. NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews, alongside my sis Janae Agumake, my brother Kendrick Perkins, Zach Lowe in the house. You know where we need to start because it was a wild game last night oh, in Crypto.com yes. Arena. It pushed back my bedtime, y'all. Oh, I was ready. All the time. Bro. I was ready to be sleep. <laughs> and that didn't part. happen.
3: 16, low low.
2: LeBron James <laughs> and Luka Doncic. We're gonna pick this one up, today in the fourth quarter because that's where things got really spicy and interesting. Gotta love this. Watch this. There's hustle. There's effort. How many guys are around him and gets the putback. And what's up? LeBron's like, yeah, let me shake that off real quick. Once again, the Lakers, Russell Westbrook looking in the corner. That man
4: had himself a game. Absolutely. I love the transformation halfway through the season that we're seeing from
2: Russ. But Luka Doncic when the Mavericks needed him most. My God. Time and score. Oh. Deep three. Would that shot be enough to send it to the first overtime of the (laughs) game? And he hadn't had a bucket in a while, and they're like they were doubling him, and then instead isolation, and that's what happens. One more shot right here. Troy Brown Jr. hoists it up. They're saying LeBron James says this is a foul. This is a foul, man. Nah, the refs would not call this one. Let's take a look at it one more time. And one sec, as Perk would say, shut your mouth, open your ears. Let's take a listen. Overtime first. Spencer Dinwiddie.
5: Grow!
4: I am
2: here. I am here. Go
4: Spencer. So happy he's found his balance after a couple years. Better late than never.
2: Once again, Luka Doncic working, down by three.
1: Come here, young fella.
2: You already know that's good. (laughs) Putting in work over Troy Brown Jr. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Having deja vu. Like, just force the ball out of his hands. Once again, LeBron drives, tries to get it, falls a little bit short. And yes, we're headed to double overtime. Free basketball. (laughs) Let's have some basketball. Let's get free basketball.
4: (laughs) Double overtime here. (laughs) Luka Doncic going to work, Mm. lays it in high off the glass. Look, Luka, when you give him an opportunity, he will seize it. But you have
2: to really admire what the Lakers were able to do. LeBron James tries to get the three, doesn't quite get it to go. Remember how I said open your ears? Let's revisit that foul and hear from Troy Brown Jr.
6: Uh, Dan spoke to one of the refs as a pool reporter, and uh, they, they said it was a, a legal call. They stand by. It. They said they, he got contact with the ball first, and it was a high five contact. I'm just curious your reaction no. to their attention. <laughs> it's <faint appreciated. laughs> okay. uh-huh.
7: uh, What TV says is a that- yeah, that's, I mean at the end of the day for me like I said I stand on how I stand on it I'm not I'm not deciding or picking or anything like that at the end of the day like I said they're human I thought there was contact. If they don't call it. It is what it is. That's not my job to ref So
2: that was Le- LeBron James in the background with some colorful language saying mm. that that was a foul But Perka uh, you, you fouled a lot of people in your day. What say you?
1: I would say this the great Doc Rivers used to always say don't leave the game in the officials hands do what you got to do, mm,
2: Chennai.
4: Yeah, you you really don't want to be in that circumstance, especially when it comes late. You created an opportunity for Luka to be Luka Doncic. And while we're talking about this foul, and it's difficult, I bet you in the NBA, if it's a different person shooting, maybe we have a different sense of urgency Mm. with calling that. But overall, games come down to possessions. They come down to no calls. But most importantly, as a player, you don't want to put yourself in a position where it comes down to this. And so I was surprised they didn't continue doubling throughout late. But, you know, someday, well, I was not going to go with my hydrant. <laughs> analogy because it's too, it's Friday. Let's it, keep it clean.
2: It's Friday. Zach, where do you fall on this? I, I lean toward it looks like a
3: foul to me, but I honestly can't tell no matter how many times you slow it down and what angle you show it. It, it kind of looks like a foul. But if I can't tell mm-hmm. on all the replays and I'm not sure and the people who scour the real book are like, I don't know, maybe. Mm. What are you supposed to do? No right. call
2: go on. You still had another chance to win at home. You didn't get it done. Right, exactly. I am curious to take a look at the last two-minute report today. Um, let's circle back, though. Luka Doncic, his numbers have been ridiculous over the last ten games. He's just the fifth player in NBA history to average 40-10-10 and 10, over a ten-game span. You can see it right there. He's joining a list of some guys you may have heard of. Hall of Famers, Wilt Chamberlain, Yep jabbar Rick Berry, Elgin Baylor. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just, you know what, Sinead, it is a shame that no one, nowhere, saw this coming besides Kendrick Perkins. Uh,
1: you know what's crazy to me? What? Is that on NBA Today, in our production meetings, we could pull up all old film. But why are we not pulling up the footage the day that I said on this show <laughs> that Luka Doncic reminds me is a LeBron James minus the athleticism. You know who Luka remind me of? He is a baby LeBron James minus the athleticism. People made fun of me when I said this and I'm a double down on it. He's a younger LeBron James, minus the athleticism offensively.
3: Look, I am with Perk. No, 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 no. I am with Perk this 100%. It is so rare that he is right. We need to make sure <laughs> that we pull these videos up because or else America is just going to be like, oh, here we go again with Perk. But Perk <laughs> is right. You are right, Perk. I got your back on this, Perk. Uh, if you got my back. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you got one enemy, it's me. If All right? Hey, if so...
3: Got
1: well hey well since this is my moment (laughs) this is my moment come on shanae bring that ipad oh you want me to bring the ipad you have been it's not the T C, but this is the freeze segment okay (laughs) i made the comparison i was right the world is starting to notice let's run it
4: okay it's time for the percolator let's go
1: okay freeze i got you this is what we got going on we got luca Doncic. Christian Woods just set the screen to get him the isolation and the matchup that he wanted. Notice the spacing on the weak side. You got nothing but shooters. This is what you need when you have Luka Doncic. Now, run it, Sinead. I got you. Okay, starts, it looks like an iso. He quickly turned into a post up. As you can see, the Lakers are loading up. Luka is watching everything. He gets to the middle and gets to his spot. Right here, he kicks out. Reggie right. Bullock wide open. T- pass on time, on target, Knockdown. Here we go, I'm staying into my bag. I'm going into my Cleveland days. They used to do this for LeBron James. <laughs> Freeze! Right here, Russell Westbrook, he has front. Thomas Bryant comes with the trap. Tristan Woods, guess what he does? He's gonna flood like Tristan used to do. Ooh. This guy's gonna take him. Kevin Love, who was, uh, who was Tim Hardaway Jr. right here. Flo- floating to the baseline. Baseline pass, baseline drill. Check out this dime by Luka Doncic.
4: Dime piece, I'm uh, looking for a dime. Uh, this shot is top of the line. Pass
1: on time, on target. <laughs> Here we go, we going to the next one. Pulling up Man, next. I love when I'm so right. Okay, I you're, love doing when well. I'm so right. you're doing well, you doing all freeze. right. freeze! I got you. Freeze! Here we go. Cleveland used to run this for LeBron James. This used to be Tristan Thompson. This used to be J.R. Smith. This is LeBron James, but this is Tim Hardaway Jr., Christian Woods, Luka Doncic. What's gonna happen? Run it, dribble handoff. Tim Hardaway Jr. is gonna pop. Christian Woods is going to roll to the basket. Lucas surveying the floor. Knowing that Thomas Bryant is in a drop position, guess what? He's going to attack him. Guess who gets the lob at the basket? Woods, uh, no help because you got to honor the shooter. Okay. Hey, look, I'm in my bag like, All right. like you got but fries like, at the bottom. Are you, you not going like to thank and me I'm for And I'm talking helping about you? waffle fries, huh?
4: You called me up to help you. I'm I just got saying, you. I'm just saying. Got this got ain't the cheat sheet.
2: It's the freeze. Oh OK. Honestly, I don't know how we can follow up the freeze sheet because that, that was insightful, don't that was enlightening. Let, let's dive a little bit, a little bit deeper into this game between the Lakers and the Mavs. I want to bring Zach Lowe back into the conversation because Kendrick Perkins, he just taught us a lot. You're our resident teacher. You always teach us something every single day. But today, can you put on your student hat? What did you learn from last night's game, Zach?
3: first of all, I need to learn how I get enough juice where you guys do a whole segment about how I was right about something <laughs> two years ago. How do I get that kind of juice? I don't, I don't get that, that kind of treatment on this show. <laughs> look, look I look Luca, we all know Luca's amazing. LeBron's amazing. it was a fun game. I want to highlight Christian Wood mm-hmm. five blocks, most of which came in crunch time, a couple of which came on LeBron in crunch time. He's playing the best defense of his NBA career over the last month when the Mavericks have really needed it going all in on him at center because of injuries and other stuff. This is the guy they need if they want to get far in the playoffs again. I just want to highlight him because we know what he can do on offense. He's been pretty good passing for them. Defense was the question mark, and he brought it last night, and he brought it when it mattered most. That's a big deal for Dallas. Mm, The Mavs
2: Mm. brought it last night. They get the win. The Lakers, they are back in action on Sunday against the Philadelphia 76ers. And speaking of the East, let's head there now because the KD-less Nets, they battled Tatum and the Celtics. So how worrisome was Simmons' sat line? We are going to discuss because is the clock ticking on the Big Ben experiment in Brooklyn? We will have that in just a little bit. And Damian Lillard, he dropped... A 50 ball on the Cavs last night. It wasn't enough, though, for the Dubs. So we're going to dive into Dame versus Donovan. What does Portland need to do to get over this hump? And tonight, it is the night that 60,000-plus fans pack the Alamo Dome for Spurs versus the Dubs. Have you ever seen anything like that? Everything's bigger and better in Texas, baby. (laughs)
0: Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely.
3: must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details
6: martin luther king jr was born on january 15 1929 in atlanta where he attended morehouse college and shared the pulpit with his father for eight years at ebenezer baptist church Today, the King Center in Atlanta displays artifacts from his life at Freedom Hall, just adjacent to his and his wife Coretta Scott King's gravesite. Once again, the coolest NBA MLK Day moment will take place when a gospel choir sings the Hawk's starting lineup for the Miami Tilt. This time, it's gospel singer Bishop William Murphy and the Dream Center Church. At halftime, Alvin Ailey's Arts and Education and Community Dancers will perform a modern dance with the Hawks' dancers.
2: The Atlanta Hawks, they will be in action on Monday against the Miami Heat on Martin Luther King Day. Let's first, though, go back to last night's game between the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets. The Celtics have beat the Nets in nine straight games now, including back to the playoffs, and it's largely because of these types of hustle plays. First though, Utah Watanabe, he gets it to go at the other end. Ben Simmons, last night, he wasn't really looking to score Cheney, but he was looking to help out his teammates.
4: If his game was siloed to facilitation and that aggression that we've come to love from him, This was on full display. Look at that left-handed bounce pass. We saw so many of those amazing passes. Ten assists you see right there in the first half. Yeah. The passing game for Ben Simmons is back.
2: But as I mentioned, the scoring, it wasn't quite there. Looking here. Just can't quite get it to go. Fall short off of the front rim. And then again, I think this is the one where you had to raise your eyebrow just a little bit.
4: In fairness, throughout the game, he was trying to make plays with his teammates like right. that. But again, the question is about his aggression on both ends, passing and scoring.
2: Right. So he finished with zero points, 13 assists, nine rebounds. Here's Ben Simmons after the game.
1: How were you able to kind of make that type of impact on the game?
6: Um, just pushing the ball. Finding my guys. Probably found them too much. Probably, uh need to get my own, get myself going, which I didn't. Um, but I'm playing with a lot of guys you know, who like to catch and shoot. Um, so just knowing who I'm playing with and what tempo we need to play with. He's just got to be himself. We're not going to put too much pressure on him. And we're
7: not going to look at this one uh, particular game or any other games where he scored you know, eight points, four points. It doesn't really matter. It's, it's all on us as a team to collectively put points on the board. And when he gets his opportunities, we just want him to be aggressive. So.
2: Welcoming senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski into the fold along with Zach Cheney and Kendrick Perkins. So that's what was being said publicly by the Nets last night. But internally, Woj, how does this team
5: feel about Simmons' play lately? Well, Malika, Brooklyn has seen Ben Simmons slowly rebuild his game this season. You know, from a player at the beginning of the season uh, who struggled to even function to starting becoming a defender again, a rebounder. A playmaker. And I think the final step for him, especially with Kevin Durant out for this, uh, you know, at least a month here, is a finisher. And Mm. you saw last night, you know, certainly some hesitancy um, around the rim. And I think you heard Ben Simmons talk about that. But, you know, you're halfway through the season and you've seen Ben Simmons largely reconstruct his game. Now there's an opportunity for him to do more. And certainly that's what Brooklyn wants to see him do. And they're going to need that from him. You know, even once Kevin Durant is back, if this team's going to compete for a championship.
2: Yeah, the Nets are 20 and 11 in games that Ben Simmons plays in. Perk, what have you seen from him?
1: Draymond Green, my brother, I'm finally going to give you some props and go give you some flowers, right? Because when I look at Draymond Green and I look at Ben Simmons, right, it's a comparison there for their playmaking ability and for what they bring for their team on the defensive end and the offensive end. But I will say this, when it mattered the most in the postseason, we watched Draymond Green get buckets. We watched Draymond Green make layups. We watched him be aggressive. If Ben Simmons in the postseason is not going to be aggressive and not going to insert himself offensively, he's going to be unplayable. Like, they're not going to be able to play him for the simple fact that they're going to load up on Kyrie, they're going to load up on Kevin Durant, he's going to have to be aggressive. Otherwise, the Brooklyn Nets are not going to reach the ultimate goal of winning the championship or even going to the promised land if he's not aggressive or allergic to looking at the basket.
4: Oh, allergic to looking at the basket, that's something new. So, uh- You know what? I actually agree with you, Perk. And Draymond Green does it from the inside out, his facilitation. Ben Simmons does it from the outside in. And when you do it from the outside in, it puts more pressure on your outside shot. And I think that's one thing that Draymond doesn't have to worry about. Whenever he's in positions, he's on, you know, he's going out and screening and rolling downhill and probably has the advantage because his man is guarding Steph or guarding Clay or guarding Jordan Poole. The looks he gets at the basket, he gets at the basket, are so much easier versus Ben Simmons. When you're coming from the outside in, you know, they can sort of schematically make things harder for you to build your confidence over the course of the season. So that's why I think Woj is correct. It's been a siloed process. While that is not our process of, you know, as fans, basketball analysts saying, like, we're okay with that. We want to see everybody good once they hit the floor. For Ben, his progression might just be different. But I do like what I'm seeing from him with the ball. Like, he has that confidence dribbling. He has the confidence. And his teammates, they, they're ready and anticipating his passes. Now it's just like, all right, let's get that to the scoring when regard.
1: Wouldn't you? You know, he go. Pass the ball. I
4: mean yeah were, but the thing was, is like it's one thing to see. pass it's another thing to have teammates <laughs> that are that are built to make it and right now you know the Nets they have they have a system in which all of their teammates are built to make it and that helps him
2: right and when you say built to make it I think the ceiling for this team what folks expectations of this team is is so high that's where folks start to wonder okay can this all come together with the healthy Kevin Durant Zach is this version of Ben Simmons what the Nets need in order to win a title
3: We're all missing the headline here. The headline is not, oh, he's moving his feet on defense. He threw some really nice passes in transition. Since November 25th, this is the headline. Since November 25th, 16 games, Ben Simmons has made one free throw. Yeah, free throw anyway. He's (laughs) one of 13 from the foul line in 16 games. Mm. That's the only thing that matters of all the stuff we're talking about. If he's afraid to get fouled, if teams are going to be able to use Hacka- Simmons on him in the playoffs, he's going to get played, if not off the floor, then to the fringes of the Nets offense. And if that happens, they cannot win four playoff series. One free throw in 16 games on 13 attempts is the only statistic, only thing, the only headline that matters here is that. And until that changes, I don't know where we're going to get with Ben Simmons.
1: Zach. Didn't you and I have this discussion last week on the show when you were talking, when I told you that the league, look, when it comes down to playing defense, is none of that. Like teams are basing, you know, their game plan on guys that could actually score the ball. And you told me, you said, oh, no, guys are, are trying. You know, the league do have guys that defend. But, again, you have to put the ball in the basket. That's what you just said about Ben Simmons. So despite... Whether he could lock up a, a point guard or a center and rebound at a high level, he could have 20 point. I mean, 20 rebounds and 10 assists. If he's not scoring the bucket, he is more of a liability to the Brooklyn Nets than he is reliable. Dak. Yeah, I don't really know what Perk is referencing about
3: last week. That was about defensive <laughs> players and offensive <laughs> players. This is a guy who doesn't want to get fouled. That's the bottom line. He doesn't want to get fouled. And to the the Draymond point, it's a comparison that we all make because it makes sense. Good screeners, good passers. Ben Simmons is not the same defensive player that Draymond is. Ben Simmons is a really good defensive player. Draymond Green is the best defensive player in the NBA in the last 10 or 15 years since Tim Duncan started to decline in his old age NBA-wise. Draymond Green can protect the rim in a way that Ben Simmons has never been able to do. Draymond Green is a special, totally unique defensive player. Yeah. Ben Simmons is a really, really good, really versatile defensive player, but he's not the same on that end as Draymond Green, and that's one of the reasons why the playoff contributions don't necessarily translate.
2: Well, let's put a pin in Ben Simmons for now, because on the other side last night, Jalen Brown, he missed the game for the Celtics. Woj, what more can you
5: tell us about his injury? Yeah, Joe Mazzulla, the Celtics coach, said it last night. You know, one to two weeks and this adductor injury, essentially a groin injury, and so in Boston now, you know we'll get ready to play without him for a period of time. You know someone who's only missed before last night only missed two games all season, 27 points a game, having just a tremendous season. Obviously, a deep, versatile Celtics roster that can withstand a loss uh, in the short term. Of hmm. Jalen uh, Brown. So
2: one to two weeks there for Jalen Brown. Some other injury news though. Nikola Jokic, he's listed as questionable for tonight's game against the Clippers on ESPN. What's the latest on his status?
5: Yeah, the Nuggets have now uh, ruled uh, Nikola Jokic out tonight against the Clippers uh, on ESPN. That right wrist, uh, you know, he's had some soreness in it, and so he'll get rest tonight. And again, like Jalen Brown, a player that only missed two games all season, mm-hmm. having, you know, potentially a third straight MVP season for a Denver team, you know, that's in shears first place essentially with Memphis in the West.
2: That's a bummer for Nuggets fans. No Nikola Jokic tonight. Hopefully we see Jamal Murray out there leading this team. Adrian Wojnarowski, thanks so much for spending some time with us here on NBA Today. Still to come on this show, we ask Big Perk, which buck, not named Giannis, is the most important to their title chances this season? That answer is coming up next. Jokic is sore because of all them dimes, girl. That
3: Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza, better because it has to be. Another day is here, and
4: you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals.
2: Welcome back, it's Friday, that's always a good day in part because it means we get to hear what things Zach likes and what things Zach Lowe does not like because his 10 things (laughs) column came out today. Zach, what or should I say who is number one in your heart and mind this week besides the three of us here?
3: Well, of course, the three of you are separate from this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> Lowry Markkinen put this man in the All-Star game. All right. He's averaging 30 points a game in their last 10 games. And it's not just the numbers, it's how he's doing it. If we queue up the tape, He's scoring and defending in every way across the board. The versatility is really interesting. You put him in the poster or ISO. ISO, he's been one of the most efficient players in the league and he's really good at these little odd angle under the rim baseline moves. He's been really good at that this season. You want to switch on him to take away his three. That's fine. He'll pivot inside the switch get to the rim and get fouled and defensively we're going to see here he played out of position in Cleveland last year on the wing. That's really helped him. Oh God I got Kevin Porter on me. No problem. I'll stonewall him. He's been playing sensational. He's the one thing keeping the Jazz afloat in the playoff race. Put him in the All-Star game.
2: Well, the finisher, he's currently seventh in the West Front Court in fan voting for the All-Star game. Chanae, do we get a bold prediction today? Will he be an All-Star? I am stepping on a limb and making an actual answer. Ooh, about time. Bragg, absolutely,
4: he should be an All-Star, and he is an All-Star because, first of all, the game's in Utah. you got to have one, yeah. and he is the perfect candidate. And I'm going to actually go further, Zach, and say that he should be be a candidate for also for most improved going from 15 points per game like to 25 mm. almost this season I mean everyone talks about how you know EuroLeague and Eurobasket and the European competitions have really helped him and so I think this has been a tremendous season where Laurie Markinon will absolutely be an all-star so be happy Utah be happy producer Greg Condes, who loves the jazz as well
2: mm. <laughs> or because we could see Donovan Mitchell and Lowry Markinen both in that all-star game all right Zach we know you love the Bucks. what specifically do you love about the Bucks this week
3: well, I don't love the Bucs' offense. The Bucs are 26th in offense. That's really bad. That's like we're better only than the teams that are tanking in offense. That's how bad they are. And one of the reasons they've been bad this season, they're not a great passing team, and in particular, they're not a great like entry or pick-and-roll passing team. Giannis is starving for someone to give him the ball in traffic. Enter Joe Ingles, coming off an ACL tear. If we go to the video, he is that kind of passer that they just haven't had on this team, particularly with Chris Middleton Drew Holiday out. This looks like an easy pass. It's not. Joe Ingles is tall. He has good touch. He's got guts. He squeezes it in, and Marjan Beauchamp and Bobby Portis do the rest. These passes look like they're easy, but they take skill and confidence, and their pick-and-roll partnership has been really fruitful so far. Switch, lob pass, Giannis can do the rest from there. The Bucks don't have a lot of guys who are confident making those kind of passes in traffic. Joe Ingles has already closed some games for them. He might be a bigger part of their playoff push than we thought he was going to be. Hmm,
2: so we all know that Giannis Attentacumpo, the two-time MVP, the finals MVP, that's the most important player for Milwaukee. But Perk? Who is the next most important player not named Giannis if they're going to win a championship
1: this season? Well, the guy that they traded from, from the know you, babe, and that's Drew Holiday, the <laughs> guy that got them over the top. You know, and we and here's why, right? He is the second, what, third best player on the squad. Drew Holiday is a guy that, that we know could go out there and get you 20 and 10 a night, one of the best two-way players in the game today and with the uncertainty of Chris Middleton. Mm-hmm. And we're coming down towards the, the second part of the season. I don't know how healthy he's going to be. And so, yes, we know Giannis is dominant. We know he's the best player in the world. But if he don't have that Robin, and I'm, Chris Middleton can't be the Robin, I'm not about to get in that conversation. But <laughs> Drew again. Holiday most definitely has to be that Robin, mm. especially in the Eastern Conference with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and James Harden and Embiid and all those duos right. and firepower that they have.
2: Right. And as much as Giannis's 50-burger was what sent them over the top to win a championship, it was also that steal from Drew Holiday that was so key, so important to them being able to win. All right. Let's eat put a burger. bow on this conversation. Yeah, 50 burger. 50 Switching it up from wings to burger. That's cool. You could eat 50. Could you? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> all right. Work. Let's let's put a bow on this column. The most ah. annoying shot in the NBA. What teams are doing to fake it? What What are you talking about here, Zach? In your column.
3: Yeah, look, I love threes, you love threes, we all love threes. The one three I don't like is how every player has decided on a four-on-one fast break, I'm just going to pull up for three when I could just keep dribbling and get one of my teammates a dunk. Hate it, thumbs down unless you're Steph Curry or Damian Lillard. And the cool thing is that some smart players have figured out that defenses expect them to pull up from three now. And if we look at the tape... They're kind of faking that shot, like slowing down as if they're going to take the pull-up three that we hate and getting the defense to help out. There's Jamal Murray. Oh, I might take a pull-up three. Anthony Simons, oh, pauses. And then KCP blows the layup. Ignore that part. I like the Jamal Murray fake. And then Cole Anthony is going to do the same thing. I'm going to take this horrible fast break three when I could probably get Mo Wagner a layup. Oh, no, I'm not. It's a pass to Mo Wagner. And he blows the layup. <laughs> Start making these layups, people, so that people do more of this. I just hate—perk, you're old school. You got to hate, Sinead. You got to hate your—you're you, a big position player. These guards that come up and take these four-on-one threes. Come on,
1: man. That's that's no good. Zach, we can't I, have that.
4: on those plays, I don't even cross half court. I'm like, y'all shoot that thing. I'm going to stay back here.
1: <laughs> I'm new school, Zach.
4: Oh, yeah, I'm new school. He's,
2: You're old. Well, can I, oh, yeah.
1: excuse me. Hey, those excuse are me. the things that
2: Zach loves. You can check out more in his 10 Things column right on ESPN.com. Can I tell you something that I loved this week? I'm going to try my hand, my, my Zach impression. I love the Kyle Kuzma pink sweater bobblehead. The Wizards are giving out this at their game against the Knicks. And, of course, that got us thinking.
1: Who ever knew a curtain was going to be in style. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, look at that I how guy. this. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I think it's the best you've ever looked, personally. I think you should wear one in a different color you every You should have one day. in the mail, Zach, I, a bobblehead. I, although, you. you should have seen us in the newsroom before stretching out this sweater, trying to, to get the Kyle Kuzma approval. I think, I think we did it. I think we got it. I mean, we, we just it. have to hand it over. we good. If Darren with the Wizards is uh, listening, I, I'm ready for that bobblehead. If, you, if y'all if have an extra one. Let me try it. Can I make it work? <laughs> right? Still to come. Oh, yeah. we got another one. What? Put it on park, then ear. we'll get the right, oh. right size. <laughs> I don't know if I can can we get it over the hair? Mm, maybe. There it is. There's the sweater. Let me protect, protect, protect it at all costs. Protect the babies girl. at all costs. I got you, girl. We're going in. And we're coming out. Bingo. Wait. Hey. This is how we stay on point. <laughs> Serve. Serve. <laughs> Serve. Well, Sarah, work hard on the pony. I think I look great and I should wear you fantastic. It's a little bit cold in here. All right. <laughs> that- NBA today, we'll be right back. Kirk, put it on. T-
6: Monday marks the 20th anniversary of the Grizzlies hosting a game in Memphis on the holiday celebrating the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. In
4: 1968,
6: the civil rights leader was in Memphis supporting a sanitation worker strike when he was assassinated while standing on the Lorraine Motel balcony. The Grizzlies are hosting a race and sports panel with Memphis guard Danny Green and ex-NBA star Grant Hill at the National Civil Rights Museum on Sunday that include a stop on the balcony where King was slain. With video tributes for King during the Sun's Grizzlies game, the young will be educated while the old will be reminded about the legacy of the icon and his message for peace.
2: On Monday, the NBA will join millions around the country and the world in remembering the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And while the league has been more officially using his games to highlight his work since 1986, players' ties to Dr. King they go back even farther. Our Michael
8: Wilbon has more.
0: Lift every
8: voice. And sing. It wasn't a move that needed the blessing of marketers. Professional basketball's biggest stars already had a relationship with the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. that was both enduring and multi-layered. When Bill Russell sat in the first row at the National Mall on August 28, 1963 for the I Have a Dream speech, Russell did so at the invitation of Dr. King. When a group of prominent black men gathered in Cleveland on June 4, 1967, At the request of Jim Brown to, among many purposes, support Muhammad Ali, who refused to serve in Vietnam, it included established football champions, Bobby Mitchell and Willie Davis, but anchoring the group on the front left of the picture is Russell. On the front right is Lou Alcindor, not yet Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and still a student at UCLA. Behind the scenes, famously supporting Ali's protest of joining the war, was Dr. King. when the Martin Luther King Federal Holiday Commission convened in the mid-1980s, David Stern, the NBA's new commissioner, was a member. There is nothing casual or incidental about the NBA's relationship with Dr. King, and it became more or less formalized on January 20, 1986, when the NBA staged its first MLK Day, featuring, of course, basketball games, but also dozens of community events across the country. There have been any number of big games and flashy finishes on the court in the subsequent 30 plus years. Perhaps even obscuring the depth and significance between the league and Dr. King. While the track record is hardly perfect, it is professional basketball, which historically has been probably the closest thing America has to a true meritocracy. More than business, education, science, technology, engineering, among mainstream industries, professional basketball, and therefore the NBA, has become the place where a black man's success and achievement are most likely to be rewarded, from the court to the boardroom. Facing the rising sun. Surely upper mobility, no matter where in the culture achieved, was part of Dr. King's dream. And worthy of celebration again this Monday when the NBA, mindful of its continuing relationship with a man who for many of us may be America's greatest leader, again pays homage.
2: Here's the NBA slate for Monday on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We've got hoops all day long, nine games total, starting with the Celtics and the Hornets at one all the way to the Rockets and the Lakers at 1030 Eastern. Still to come on NBA Today, we're going to preview tonight's huge Alamo Dome matchup by looking back at the best plays to ever happen at the Dome. Oh, and we have a special guest joining us. See what made the cut. That's coming up next. The new Alamo Dome. More than
5: 36,000 on hand. Four seconds left to go here in this
2: first quarter. Long court shot out! Wow! It exploded! It's going to
5: Duncan,
6: you know it! In all my years as a broadcaster, I've never seen anything like this. Unbelievable. Fans getting doused here.
5: Look at this scene, and they can't turn it off.
2: Celebrating all things Alamo Dome to get you ready for the Warriors and Spurs game tonight on ESPN. So we're going to do a little top of the top, the best place ever in Alamo Dome. You already know what it is. Whoa. Oh,
1: what's his okay. name?
2: the who? The yeah. My goodness. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that backboard's making like me That's the nervous. backboard was allowed to be bouncy. Yeah. The greatest power forward of one. all time. Thank you. Not ooh. bad. All right, what do we got coming up next? Oh, yes. It's the game winner. These aesthetics, ooh, man. Ooh. Gotta love it. Sean Elliott.
1: The fact that he had time to get his feet set in <laughs> that moment, like, caught it off balance. Like
2: that. Bam. I mean, Didn't go crazy. out of bounds. We did not have HD. Yeah. HD. I was like, well, you yeah, out there? all you need to know is that he was able to.
1: Yeah, we had to be watchin. well, we watching. this game when you had to close the clothes hang on the TV. <laughs> Wait, and
2: what? Then, oh yeah, you had to adjust. Uh, it. It. Wow. I mean, my goodness, Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, So daddy I thought ball,
4: we were gonna is do is pro Spurs honest. content, but I guess it's Alamo Dome content. It's, it's okay. you got your rockets. <laughs> wait, was that the Oh, yep. yeah. Oh, wait,
1: no, you, never forgot, mind. He you accepted. forgot. You <laughs> forgot the king was pissed off. He did the MVP there. At you.
2: least we got your rockets yes, in you. there. All right, let's take, a, let's take a look at one more. Top bunnies in the Alamo Oh, Dome. my
4: gosh.
2: Oh, my gosh. The height. Springs. Anna's like a little double pump. I mean, ooh, yeah. Some good but, moments. <laughs> some good moments have happened in the Alamo we have, Dome. We get to see what's going so to go far. down tonight. <laughs> It gets to be added to the list of these just exceptional plays that happen in first? the Alamo Dome when the Spurs oh, take man. on the Warriors. It's at 7.30 Eastern. Ryan Rucco, J.J. Reddick, and Cassidy Hubbard are going to be on the call. NBA Countdown gets it all started at 7 o'clock Eastern. For
4: the culture perk. Yeah, for the culture. And
2: now we bring in one of the players that will be on the court tonight, Spurs rookie Jeremy Sohan. Jeremy, over 65,000 fans are going to be in attendance. It's going to be wild. Have you given yourself the opportunity? just to sit back and think about what experience this is going to be like for you.
7: A little bit. Uh, I mean, in shoe round, I was like one of the first ones out, and I just looked around, and I was like, whoa, this is crazy. There's about to be 65,000 people here just watching us, so it's about to be crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean the environment is going to be absolutely insane. Let, let's talk a little bit about you, because to the casual fan, you're known for your hairstyles, right? Pink, green, yellow—it goes on and on. What was yeah. the inspiration for tonight's game?
7: Uh, to be honest, there isn't any really. I went to my stylist, and we looked at a few ideas, and you know, I just found some flowers, and I was like, why not? So, yeah. <laughs> I
2: love it. Wait, can we see
7: they, it? They are, fi- yeah, they are fierce colors. So.
2: All right, we got some yeah, pink, we got so that, some blue. Yeah,
7: blue. So, I love yeah, it. Fiesta colors. I love so, yeah, it. I, I,
2: so. Yeah, I think I think people make the connection, right? Spurs player, dyed hair, yeah. wearing number ten, making hustle plays, shooting one-handed free throws. Who am I talking about, right? It could be you. It could be Dennis. Yeah. It could be Dennis Rodman. Definitely.
6: Yeah. How much definitely. do you
2: model your game after his?
7: Yeah, I mean, he, he's definitely one of my idols, but um, you know, I try and stick to myself, be myself, and mm. you know, be me. Of course, you know, Rodman's a, a great player, but I, I just try and be my, myself, and, you know, I'm comfortable
2: with that. Let's talk a little bit more about those one-handed free throws. How did that come <laughs> to be for you?
7: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I always do form shoe with uh, Coach Brown, one of, one, one of our coaches, and uh, I used to just go on streaks. And, you know, I, I have been struggling a little bit with my free throws, especially when they were two-handed. And one day at shoot around at Houston, Coach Putt was standing there with Coach Brown, and he was like to me, you're shooting one-handed free throws from now on. And from that day, uh, I went one, one for four against Houston. But apart from that, I think I'm over 80%. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, yeah.
2: <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it. When the first time you heard that, did you look at him like, huh? Or were you like, oh, all right, let's do this?
7: I was like, I was. said, are you serious? Uh, and you know me, I, I, I don't really care. So if it works, it works. And, I mean, I was like, let's do it. And they, they laughed at me. They, I mean, they laughed. With me and you know we just did it
2: and so far it's working. Pop though you play for one of the most iconic coaches in all of sports. He's the all-time win leader in the NBA, and everyone I've come across in the league has a pop story. Everyone has something in the back of their. What's the pop story that you can tell us?
7: Ooh, um, one. I went to dinner with him, and uh, this was before the season, uh, and uh, I, I tried to order some wine and uh, you know i'm not the i i'm not uh, the right age yet so he was like looking at me like huh and you know you know him he likes his wine so he laughed at me uh i laughed with him so that was pretty funny maybe i forgot i was in america so yeah mm.
2: <laughs> right i mean at 19 d- d- did he let yeah. you did he like No, you? no, not that, not that time, not that time. <laughs> not but. that time. In the future, though, because his wine is absolutely exactly. legendary. His selections are exactly. legendary. So if you can impress him with what you order, then you know you're really cooking right. with something special. Right. Jeremy Sohan. I, I, I thought I was
7: going to impress him, but yeah. Oh, uh, well,
2: you know, you probably did. And then he was like, wait right. a second, we, we, can't, right. we can't totally do this. <laughs> Jeremy, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us here on NBA Today. It's going to be absolutely electric tonight. We cannot wait to watch.
7: Thank you, thank you very much.
2: So that's tonight, but last night it was Damian Lillard who was electric. Let's take a look now, going up to Portland. Donovan Mitchell and the Cavs taking on Damian Lillard and the Trailblazers. We'll pick this one up, close game in the fourth quarter.
4: That's a layup for him right there, right outside of three. I mean, this guy, whenever he, I say he's one of the streakiest shooters, but like in the best ways.
2: Watch that block, what? And the Cavs are off and running. Donovan Mitchell taking it coast to coast laying it up and in one point game at this point just under five minutes ago once again Donovan Mitchell step back right there. Look at that going left defense on his right. That's not easy to make.
1: You want to get a bucket put Nurkic in the pick and roll. Oh stop
2: it. If you want to get a bucket give it to Damian Lillard. Gets the friendly roll off the rim and in one-point game now. Less than four minutes to play. Darius Garland. Mitty. Looking. Say it one more time. <laughs> Mitty. <laughs> With a mid-range jumper. Gets the Mitty to go. Damian Lillard once again going to work. Finds Anthony Simons, who's been great for
4: Literally play. one of my favorites. I talked about, you know, most improved player Laurie and He's right there in
2: the conversation. But once again, the Cavs just able to pull away a little bit more to That's work cute. with down the stretch. Damian Lillard, he goes for 50. It's not quite enough. The Cavaliers, they get the win 119, 113. It seems like Portland may need just a little bit more help. NBA Today, will be back in 60 seconds. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. We are marching toward All Star, folks. Great ball rotations. <laughs> Is that this man can drop off our neck? You mean like time. this
4: one? Bronny got into the open court, threw down an East Bay funk dunk.
1: Spending a full year with him in the same uniform. I'm just waiting on him. Before I say something that's gonna get me in trouble. Oh yeah, we don't want that. See how he responded in the fourth. 40- oh, it's been a minute, it's but been I'm a back. Here in the drop, cover, freeze. Against Pearl. Oh. Arrow foul. Do you know what that means? Someone who loves to fly.
5: Elevates and throws it.
1: Go ahead and fly on by. All
3: right. Good. Oh, that's all. Oh, that's, oh. Oh,
2: that's two. Here we go. Producer Jaron Ooh. For the win. Ain't nobody else doing that. Oh, no. What's more sexy, showing your ankles whoo,
1: or showing your chest?
2: But does anybody have some lotion? Right, listen, that's okay. <laughs> I'm ashy and classy. All right. All right. <laughs> Man, we have too much fun on this show. I can't believe that we get to do this every week. Thank you so much, everybody, for sticking with us. Did y'all see, though, what happened in the Lakers game last night? Not in the actual game, Zach, but a fan was shooting free throws blindfolded. Oh. Does anyone want to try? I know you yeah. won't do it. I'll try. Oh, you're going to try? I'll try. <laughs> like,
4: how, did the fa- how did
2: the fan do? That's what I'm trying. Not. Oh, not Not well. great. Not, not, great. G- not great. Who's going to? Thank you, Producer Caesar? <laughs> Are mean, you going to blindfold it's me? It's only up uh, you. Yeah. Okay. How many fingers am I holding Let's up?
3: Let's see it, Shanae.
2: I don't know what I'm doing. Oh. oh! Did I hit it? You hit it! Oh, my God, you hit it! How did we not see it? All doesn't right. count. You gotta do it again, wait. Doesn't do it count. again. Wait, how did wait. I... Wait, where am I? There you go. You hit it. Oh, no, no, no! You wow, so I hit it? You hit the oh, first boy. one and we didn't get how it. How did we not get that? Oh. All
3: right, one more. You can't one just more. pass her the ball. One more. Come on, give her a bounce pass. Oh. oh! Did I get it? There
4: oh, hey. we <laughs> <laughs> go! I get you next week. You can take it off. You did oh. it. <laughs> oh, thank you.